Hello there. Welcome to the Woman Inspired Podcast. I'm Karen. I'm very glad you joined me. So we're wrapping up Thanksgiving or should be fairly soon, shouldn't we? (laughs) The leftovers and then the leftovers and the leftovers, right? So today my focus is kind of going forward on, you guessed it, Christmas. (laughs) It doesn't matter what time of year you're listening to this though because you might listen to repeats. And this is kind of a remix itself, by the way, because this is a podcast I did a few years ago. Um, Not a great sound recording since I had old equipment then, but this one um, is a little bit of a remix updated. It's called Deliberate Love. So it doesn't matter what time of year you're listening, it's still applicable. All right, so before I get into that, I want to thank accessmore.com for helping to provide assistance with this podcast. And so if you're not sure what accessmore.com is, let me tell you, it is an awesome website. It's a safe place to go check out new podcasts. There's all kinds of podcasts out there with some really popular and respectful, um, amazing uh, people like Christine Kane and Torn Wells, Bob Goff, just a whole host of people. A lot of people that you probably haven't heard before, or you've just seen little snippets of them on social media, you know, the little short things. You got to go out and listen to a full podcast, at least give it a shot. All right. I don't think you'll be sorry. They have all kinds of things um, from faith-based podcasts on education, religion, theology, entertainment. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff out there. So if you enjoy this podcast, and I hope you do, I think you'll enjoy some of those out there too. So after you're done listening here, hop on out to accessmore.com. Okay, now, deliberate love. I have a pod quote, just one, for this episode. Ready? Pod quote. The love God wants us to have isn't just an emotion, but a conscious act of will, a deliberate decision on our part to put others ahead of ourselves. This is the very kind of love God has for us. That's Billy Graham, quote from Billy Graham. So um, I am streaming to you live. <laughs> I'm sure you're hearing it recorded, but <laughs> this, this is from my little mini podcast studio here at my house. And from this podcast studio, I am able to reach out through a few different modes. I am on Instagram, Facebook, I have Podbean, I'm on Google, Apple, Audible, Amazon, Spotify, pretty much you name it. I have The Woman Inspired Podcast and ASMR faith-based podcast called Inspired Whispers. And to me, it amazes me because someone asked me the other day, hey, how how are you doing with your podcasting? I'm like, I think I'm doing pretty well. I'm, I'm just chugging along, whatever it is, whatever the outcome is, it's okay. And I I was talking to another podcaster and they said, well, I just, I'm about ready to give up on mine because I'm not getting as many likes, as many follows, as many downloads as I want. And well, that is important, especially if you're looking for some support or monetization and you're wanting to uh, make sure that you're not pouring tons of money out of your own pocket that maybe you can't afford to podcast. It's important, and I understand that. However, I've just tried to take things one day at a time, one podcast at a time, doing my best to make connections and network and get the word out there the best that I can. Because 
the reason that I do it is love, a deliberate love. I have a deliberate love for God. I have a deliberate love for reaching other people with the message of God's deliberate love. So when someone asks me, why do you podcast or are you happy doing it? The answer is yes. So far, not unhappy about it. Frustrating? Yes. Technology? Er. Um, all kinds of things can get in the way. Satan likes to attack. Uh, but it's still a blessing to me. But more than that, I hope that it's a blessing to other people because that's why I do it. All right. So, but deliberate love has more than just the, the day in the day out of what we do or what we do for other people and how we serve God and how we serve other people. Because in thinking about a deliberate love, I can't not think about Christmas. Like I said, done with the ho- the Thanksgiving holiday, moving into Christmas. So I was, it was a couple of years ago, I was going over some items for a Christmas luncheon, luncheon that I was speaking at. And um, the theme was Christmas memories. That's what they wanted to do as their theme with love as the main core of it. So I was speaking about some serious things, some biblical things, some silly things and a whole really a whole crazy version of the 12 days of Christmas. If you were at that event, you know, it was a little bit crazy. It was just, it looked like chaos on the stage, but hilarious chaos. Now I tell you this because in order to get ready for the event, I had to be a, a more than a bit organized, especially since every day in the 12 days of Christmas was something that was being acted out <laughs> on stage. And I needed a lot of props. I mean, I mean a lot because there was a prop for every day, the 12 days of Christmas and a prop for the end. And each one of those 12 days of Christmas might've had more than one prop in it. So for events like that, and when my mind takes off going in a crazy direction and it's filled with ideas that I think are hilarious that I hope others do too. The more organized I am, the better. And it's really not good to get up in front of hundreds of people attempting to make a joke or create a funny situation with the key prop that you need tucked away in a closet or at home because you just forgot it or you didn't um, even think, oh my, this might be good for have to have a prop right here at this point. So in my efforts to be organized for Christmas that year without crushing the spirit of it and sucking the life and breath out of the holiday spontaneity, um, I had to make a list, especially since I was, since I was uh, doing the speaking engagement. And so, yes, yes, I made a list. I checked it twice. Um, but actually old OCD habits, I probably checked it more like seven or 10 times every time, every day until the event. Um, so yes, I can joke about OCD. It's okay. I breathe. I suffered from it, as you know, or maybe you don't know if you're a new listener, I suffered it from it for years. Uh, move beyond that. But sometimes it still does kick in if I'm a little bit stressed out. So, but while I was researching some things for the list, I came across this link online and I clicked it. And what before my wondering Christmassy eyes did appear a list so annoying, annoying that I nearly spit out my root beer. Yeah. I mean, you all, (laughs) I have to share it people. I am all for being organized for setting a mood, for making the holidays, all that they can be for family and friends and even for myself. And the more I can do today, this is my philosophy somewhat, the more I do today that can help me to rest and relax tomorrow and not worry, the better. So I'm going to do it. If I can do it today, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to make a list and and it be Monday, one thing, Tuesday, one thing, Wednesday, do two things. No, it's going to be like Monday, eight things. 
Tuesday, two things, Wednesday rest. <laughs> That's more how my brain works. So however, this list that I found online was just above and below. I mean, it wasn't up high. It wasn't above. It wasn't like, woo, awe-inspiring. No, it was below. So I, I do believe it's below, beneath, low, low, low. So I had to share this because call me old-fashioned, call me eccentric, or just call me outdated, but <clears throat> hopefully you'll get the picture as I share it. Are you ready? I hope so, because here it comes. In no particular annoying, ridiculous order. Drum roll, please. All right, maybe a... Harumpa pump pum little drummer boy, since I'm talking about Christmas. And yes, I'm sorry for you all who are not ready for Christmas, but it's coming. All right, so A, here's the list. A, find your holiday scent well in advance of the holiday. Assure that it's a scent that allows you to immerse yourself in peaceful relations. Ensure it reflects who you are and what you feel at the core of your spirit about the holiday to come. Yes, by all means, let's make sure we are one with the scent, people. Can I just say the scents I care about are the scent of people who shower and bathe correctly before they show up to my house and the scent of tasty food cooking on the stove. But this was really, I just don't find this that important on the list. No, you don't want your house to stink, but hello, if you clean it, you'll be fine. All right. B, before you host a party, hold a tasting event with samples of various food items you're interested in having, along with perhaps an eggnog and punch, you know, a punch, excuse me, a punch tasting station so you can gauge what your guest tastes are in order to prepare appropriately and please your guests when they come for the actual party. <clears throat> I do it in this voice because I don't know why, but I guess this is the voice I heard in my head when I read the list. <laughs> okay, so someone wants to give a, a, a pre-party for the party. That's what they want me to do, to cook a bunch of food with a bunch of samples and invite what? half of or, or all of the people who are going to be at the party to the pre-party so they can taste it so they can approve of what the food is that I'm going to cook at the party? What? <laughs> who, who are these people that wrote this list? All right, so list C. Schedule to do something crazy and memorable on your time off. After all, Christmas is the time of year to do crazy things. Perhaps bungee jump? Parachute. Swim in freezing waters. Remember, this is the season. Okay, I had to read and reread that one a few times. I totally missed the bumper sticker that said, Merry Crazy Season. I didn't read the part in the Bible that says, Jesus came so that you may have a time to do crazy things. But again, there is a song about being up on a rooftop, and that could be considered crazy if there's ice up on the shingles, right? I, I, I'm like, okay, this must be someone who has loads of money. Go to, and, and doesn't live in a cold area, by the way. Go bungee jumping or parachuting at Christmas time. Okay, you're going to freeze your you-know-what's off if you do that around here. All right, <clears throat> D on the list. Budget ahead of your own special, oh, excuse me. Budget ahead for your own special gift. Be sure to get it ahead of time. Wrap it beautifully and leave it under the tree. Christmas is about treating others and yourself. All right. 
The only thing I can say about this is that, praise God, I am not yet at the age and stage of life that if I can buy myself a gift, wrap it and set it under the tree and actually be surprised on Christmas morning that because I forgot what it was, then I'm doing okay. Cause, cause now should you indeed, you know, be good to yourself, love yourself, occasionally spoil your, yourself. Yeah, that's not a bad thing, but this is Christmas, not self-indulgence day. And, and giving someone gifts or yourself a gift is not even the point of Christmas as it is. So God forbid I'm at that point or get to that point where I can wrap a gift, put it under the tree, and I forgot that I bought it for myself. Because, wow, that would be a surprise. What? I, all right. <laughs> e on the list. Prepare fun holiday-themed pictures with witty posts ahead of the holiday. This way you'll have less stress in keeping up with your social media accounts. At a mere click, you can post jolly-looking pictures with a true Christmas spirit, even if your holiday isn't turning out quite the way you'd hoped. Yeah, folks, let's just get it all staged now so we can at least fake a happy holiday, even if we aren't having one. Sounds down-to-earth and Christ-like to me. How about you? <laughs> what? All right. And yes, my friends, this is a real list on a real website. And no, I don't want to give you the address because... I don't want to drive more traffic there and line their pockets with money from advertisers and put bad ideas in people's heads because I'm already sharing them with you as it is. But I must say, I'm sharing them in a snarky way, um, in a, an incredulous way, in a you got you to be kidding, I can't believe this way. So sorry, just call me Scrooge or the Grinch, but I'm not sharing it with you. Um, all right, so F, buy some handmade Christmas stockings at a local street fair or vendor event. Fill them with various goodies and tell your family and friends you made them. This helps your loved ones know you cared enough to take the time, even if you didn't really have all the time you wished you had. Liar, lighter, stocking on fire. I I'm just going to refer to you to the ninth commandment on that one, okay? G. Don't wait to the last minute to wrap your gifts. Get the needed paper, bags, ribbons, and tape ahead of time and wrap as if your life depended on it. Remember, these could be the last gifts you wrap and the last ones your friends and family ever open from you, so make sure to impress them. Holy heck, people, way to dig into the joyful Christmas spirit. While we're at it, let's just sing that good old favorite, um, I'll be home for Christmas if I don't die along the way. Or, dashing through the snow, I slipped and hit my head. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> yeah, let's make this Christmas great because it just might be our last. So let's impress the socks off of them. Um, you're holding your chest and almost having a heart attack, but you got to wait to die until you see them open that gift and have a smile on their face. <laughs> what in the world is this? I really, I thought this was a, um, a satirical article. At, you know, as I'm reading through it, it was not, it was not. All right. So H on the list. While you're shopping, be sure to purchase some nondescript generic gifts in case you have last minute drop-ins or someone you don't normally shop for gives you a gift. You never want anyone to think you didn't include them. Now I actually do have a, a little gift on hand you know, like little things that I keep around the house for stocking stuffers or just to give out spontaneously. I don't think that one is too bad. However, I am not a proponent of the rule. If someone gives you a gift, you must give them one too. I believe if you tune in to your heart, you know, 
you ask God to speak to your heart and your mind and you let God guide you, he'll show you who to spend money on or to make something for or to spend time with or spend time making them a gift. I, I don't believe in generic gift giving out of sense of obligation. I just don't. But I'm also not a proponent of if I spent $40 on this person, then I have to spend the same amount on this other person. Or if I have 10 gifts for this child to open, then I need to have exactly 10 for this child to open. Giving comes from the heart. You know, I was raised to know that a personalized, personal, I can, I can say it, a personalized gift means so much more than a generic gift. My parents could spend, I don't know, $5 on a huge bundle of embroidery thread for my sister. And she would squeal with excitement and love it. And then spend $20 on my brother for a high-powered flashlight gadget that he really loved. We were all good with this. This was, I, I think we were all good with this. I say that. I know when we were younger. Now as adults, some of them look back and see things from a totally different viewpoint. But I know most of us were all good with this. We were taught that Christmas gifts are not about dollars and cents. Okay. So I read a summary of some scripture from first Timothy six through 10 and I loved it. And of course, please feel free to go back and look up first Timothy six through 10 and read it for yourself. But basically this is what it says. A devout life does bring wealth, but it's the rich simplicity of being yourself before God that's the wealth. Since we entered the world penniless and will leave it penniless, if we have bread on the table and shoes on our feet, that's enough. But if it's only money these leaders are after, they'll self-destruct in no time. Lust for money brings trouble and nothing but trouble. Going down that path, some lose their footing in the faith completely and then live to regret it bitterly ever after. Okay. So I'm back to the list. I just had to plug that in there because it's not about money. It's not about how much money we spend. It's not about um, making sure that someone else feels equal to someone else because you spent, you know, $40 and $40 instead of 38 and 40. That That's not what it's about. And we don't want to, at least I don't, I don't want to make people believe that it is. I certainly wouldn't teach my children that. That's that's where I'm coming from. So back to the list. Okay, another drum roll, please. Here we go. I, as you received gifts you prefer not to have, don't forget to remind the giver to share the receipt with you for easy returns. For those uncomfortable with reminding someone to include the receipt, you might write on the card you give them with their gift that you have included the receipt for easy exchanges and returns and let them know that you have placed a container or an envelope in a certain spot at your house where they can leave the receipt for the gift they purchased you. This will help avoid awkward Christmas moments. Excuse me? I, 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 I find that an awkward Christmas moment right there. Keeping a basket with a place for receipts. Are you kidding me? What? I'm sorry. <laughs> I just felt awkward reading that, okay? Writing it in a pretty Christmas card with a jolly Santa and a, a melting frost, frosty snowman on the front isn't going to make that less awkward. It's just wrong in so many ways. <laughs> okay, I'm not finished, but just one more, I promise you. Ready? Jay, when Christmas is over, be sure to stack all the gifts you will be returning in a separate room so you don't accidentally mix them with the ones you favor. Okay, 
So here's a, a, a clue, people. If you receive so many gifts that you have to stack them in two different rooms so you don't confuse what you like and you don't and you dislike, then I'm, I'm guessing you may not know the true meaning of Christmas. I'm just saying. Or you do know Jesus Christ and the reason he came to be our Savior, and you've just gotten caught up in a world of Christmas fluff and puff. A material world of how many dollars spent and how many gifts are given, keeping track of who gave to you and who didn't give to you is, is, is nonsense. It's sinful. It's horrible because in truth, all that really matters is that we focus on the reason for Christmas, the rebirth of our savior, the rebirth, <laughs> not, I was going to say regift. Oh my word. <laughs> Christmas is about the birth of Jesus Christ, not getting gifts and regifting gifts. I do recognize that tied into the Christmas holiday and the glory of Jesus is the natural human desire to feel loved though. Loved like Jesus was loved. And sometimes when someone gives us a gift or we give a gift, it's, it's out of love. And so that gift is equated with love. The desire to be remembered like, like we are to remember Jesus. It's there with inside of us to not be forgotten. What we have to remember though, is that being acknowledged and loved doesn't take being given gifts or spending lots of money to give a gift so that someone knows that we remember them and we love them. It comes in the days preceding and, and following Christmas, doesn't it? I mean, it comes in the brief text messages, the random phone calls, the invites to lunch, the occasional email or card in the mail, spending time with someone, reminding someone that they're in your heart and sometimes even on your mind. It doesn't take much. It comes in the getting together, the sharing food and the laughing together. It comes in the being there for someone in a time of crisis and pain. Even if you haven't seen them in six months, it comes in the holding of someone's hand and drying their tears and just listening to them and being with them in whatever it is they're going through and just sitting in silence so they know they're not alone. That that's where the love comforts comes from, not in the giving the gift or showing how impressed you are or trying to impress them because that's where the love of Christ is ushered in is in those other small moments, not in a store or in a gift card or a burden to give of, of what you don't have. A lot of times at Christmas people give of what they don't have and put themselves in debt. But in the small day-to-day -day spontaneous and deliberate actions of love, we can show who we need to show that they are important to us. We can show the love of Jesus Christ, that his love for us is deliberate and that we deliberately love him. So I share this with you because as we move through the holidays, I mean, in this year, it just seems like it's boom, 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 boom. There's fewer weekends before the holiday because Christmas Eve and Christmas Day are actually on a Friday and Saturday. Woo. So we have three full weekends. That's it leading up to the holiday. And that comes around every few years or so. But it just seems like we're going zoom really fast from Christmas or from Thanksgiving to Christmas. And so that's what's on my mind right now. That doesn't mean every podcast between now and then is going to be about Christmas. But I know a lot of people have are going Christmas shopping this weekend. They're putting their Christmas trees up. They're singing Christmas carols. They're having specials at churches and we're heading into Advent season. So I just wanted to remind you that there is a place for deliberate love. It, and that place is in all of us. There's a, a, a time for deliberate love. And that's every time, every minute. There's always, <laughs> always 
um, a moment where you can show someone deliberate love that they matter to you. And so my hope and prayer is that you feel that. And if you don't feel it from people around you, that you feel it from the Lord, that you feel that deliberate love of God that's surrounding you and helping you and that you seek him and that if you're going to make a list and check it twice, that it's not the list that I just read to you, that you remember what's truly important uh, today and throughout this Christmas season that's coming up as we, we move into the days ahead to celebrate the, the remembrance and the, the love and the sacrifice and the birth of Jesus Christ. Okay. So I appreciate you tuning in. I would also like to let you know that coming up in the, in the days ahead, um, I will be launching my YouTube channel and I'll have some videos. Uh, First videos I'll be posting will be comedy videos. So, uh, I will give you that information later and I'll have links in all of my social media posts and below all my podcasts. Don't forget to tune into Inspired Whispers, the faith-based ASMR podcast, which drops every Sunday afternoon. And don't forget to like, follow, download, share this podcast. I thank you so much for tuning into the Woman Inspired Podcast. Happy holidays, many blessings, and grace and peace to you. Mm